0: This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Scammers and telemarketing ripoff artists are using the coronavirus pandemic as a new weapon against America's senior citizens targeting both those with cognitive decline and anyone who will fall for their financial scams.
1: It's not only older people with cognitive disorders who are at risk here. It's people that seem sharp, and otherwise, you know, if they went to their doctor, their doctor would say, you're completely fine.
0: Then... Today's kids are spending more time connected to the Internet than ever, which can expose them to graphic content and nonstop cyberbullying. Think about whenever we were growing up and we could leave school and essentially leave the bully behind and go home to a safer environment. That's no longer the case. They follow them everywhere they go because they take their phone everywhere they go. InfoTrack begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Older Americans, especially those with cognitive decline, are being targeted by financial scams and telemarketing schemes. Patricia Boyle was one of the study's authors. She's professor of behavioral sciences and neuropsychologist with the Rush Alzheimer's Disease Center in Chicago. Professor, welcome to the show. Tell us... First of all, how you collected the data for your study.
1: We run a large study of aging and cognitive decline in older adults from around the Chicago area. And as part of that study, we measure cognition, financial and health decision-making, personality related factors, multiple aspects of behavior every year. these individuals until they die so we take people who start without known cognitive problems and we follow them throughout their aging process over time for this study One of the things we are particularly interested in is what we call financial literacy, which is understanding of financial information and concepts. And we looked at how age-related changes in financial literacy were related to things like scam susceptibility, psychological well-being, and other outcomes.
0: What were some of the findings that you got from your study?
1: What we see in our older adults is that many individuals even those who do not have any overt cognitive problems no impairment no dementia do show age-related changes in financial literacy their understanding of concepts and information that are needed to make financial and health decisions some people are able to escape these declines and maintain stable function over time but the majority of older adults are showing some age-related changes in these behaviors and unfortunately age-related decline in financial literacy places older adults at risk of scams falling prey to fraudsters and other nefarious individuals as well as decrease in psychological well-being their feeling of that life is good and it puts them at risk of making poor financial and health decisions in general
0: Well, of course, people of all ages fall for these scams. People who are otherwise sometimes quite sharp mentally still get tricked by these scammers. How much more susceptible are the older Americans to these scams compared to the population at large?
1: That's a tricky question. There is evidence from other studies that older adults are more vulnerable to financial fraud and exploitation, meaning that they're more likely to be victimized compared to younger people. It's hard to know how much that's related to aging per se, or targeting, because we also do know that scammers and fraudsters target older individuals more than they do younger persons. So it's a little bit difficult to answer that question. But what we are seeing here, and other research, is that age-related changes in understanding of financial concepts, for example, do predispose older people to victimization. So there are changes in the brain that are happening as people get older that impact their financial ability, and that increases older adults' risk of being victimized.
0: Professor, what was the average age of the people in your study?
1: About 80 years, so they are older old.
0: We're talking with Patricia Boyle, who is professor of behavioral sciences and a neuropsychologist with the Rush Alzheimer's Disease Center in Chicago, talking about a study that shows that older Americans, especially with cognitive decline, are being targeted by financial scams. Obviously, these scams are illegal. In what way can we deal with this problem? It's already against the law to scam people, but how do you reduce the risk with older Americans?
1: I think the most important thing we can do is educate them. One of the things, when we look at scam susceptibility, we ask people about behaviors that increase their risk of falling prey. Things like, do you answer the phone when somebody you don't know is calling you or somebody you don't want to speak to calls you? And many people say, yes, I do. We also say, do you think that older adults are more often targeted than younger persons by fraudsters? Many older adults don't realize that that is the case. The first thing that we need to do is educate older people about the fact that they are targeted by scammers, fraudsters, and let them know, you know, picking up the phone to a stranger is not a safe behavior. Taking unnecessary risks with financial and other investments. Those aren't good ideas. You need to check on the validity of any offer that is being put forward. You need to check on, you know, the credentials of any individual who's trying to sell you something or trying to get money or other resources from you. So, education is a major, major piece here. And I will say that there are organizations out there like the AARP that have materials on their websites that can help inform older adults about strategies to avoid being victimized. But step one is to not engage with scammers, be that through an unsolicited phone call or, you know, spam email kind of situation.
0: So your advice to perhaps younger family members who have a senior in the family or know of someone who perhaps lives alone, older American would be to advise them and maybe steer them towards some of this education.
1: Absolutely. You know, there are other resources where people can find what are the most common scams out there right now. So we know, for example, right now that COVID scams are on the rise. And in particular, people are targeting older people who are oftentimes more scared than younger people and being kept at home and isolated and lonely. So knowing what scams are out there is also important and which ones are really developed for older people is another line of defense.
0: What would be a typical COVID-19 scam phone call? What would that consist of?
1: What the scammers are trying to do is offer rapid testing, early access to a vaccine when one becomes available, those kinds of resources. So they're preying on older adults' sense of vulnerability to this disease and saying, let me help get you the first line of treatment.
0: Professor, if you're observing a senior in your family and they seem otherwise quite sharp, could they just be losing it in terms of the cognitive awareness of financial matters? Is that an area that perhaps is an early uh, vulnerability they have?
1: Absolutely. That's what our research would suggest, that even among people that do not currently have overt cognitive disorders, changes in financial decision-making, for example, are predictive of later health outcomes. So it does seem to be an early harbinger of impending dementia and impending cognitive decline. And yes, again, we need to be alert to the idea that It's not only older people with cognitive disorders who are at risk here. It's people that seem sharp, and otherwise, you know, if they went to their doctor, their doctor would say, you're completely fine, you're cognitively healthy. You know, we need to be on the lookout for financial and other forms of vulnerability among all older adults and do what we can to protect them.
0: Any last words for our listeners on this topic? It's just something that people really need to be aware of.
1: Sure, I think for younger family members, get information about the types of scams that are out there, go and educate your older family members, let them know not to answer the phone when they don't know who's calling, not to open emails from an unknown source or unrecognized source, and to be alert to this idea that scammers are out there and they're looking for this particular population. And we really need to have everyone raise the level of awareness about this. The other point I would emphasize is one you brought up that when people start seeing changes in financial behaviors and financial decision-making among older adults who are cognitively intact, who otherwise seem normal, that may be a sign that somebody needs a little bit of assistance now and that dementia may be coming down the pike. So people want to take financial planning measures at that time and start intervening to assist with financial matters as early as possible and know that this can be a red flag that someone might need some help.
0: Good advice. Patricia Boyle, Professor of Behavioral Sciences and a neuropsychologist with the Rush Alzheimer's Disease Center in Chicago. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Next, are your kids being targeted by cyber bullies? That story coming up. You're listening to InfoTrack. More after this.